Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Sean and Lou. Well, it's Reverend Lyle Lewis coming at you. Sorry, I'm using the uh, the other podcast name. Uh, but it, I'm all the same person. Uh, you know, as many of you know, uh, I have converted my podcast from the Pain Fight podcast to this podcast. And this is the, my preaching channel where I will inspire, I will encourage, I will do everything that I can to help get you to that next step because what happens is a lot of people when they have to deal with illness and sickness and pain be it you know it doesn't necessarily have to be an illness if you're recovering from an injury you know I know what that's like I know the long drawn out process you know I've been injured before I don't get me wrong I've never broken a bone before but I, I I have gone through some serious injuries where it took months to recover from and, and 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 you know I get it that for different age groups you know it takes more time than for other age groups you know a broken bone in an eight year old can be healed within a couple of weeks as opposed to a broken bone in a 50 year old you know but I get it regardless of no matter how it is uh, be it one way or another the process is still the same you know um so, like I said, uh, I'm here again, once again. My name is Reverend Lyle Lewis. Some of you know me as Sean Lou. I am the pain fighter. Um, you can check me out uh, on my email. Uh, I've changed my email. It's all caps S-T-I-X 127 at hotmail.com. Again, it's in all caps S-T-I-X 127 at hotmail.com drop me a line if you still want to try to drop me a line uh, lrashawnlewis at gmail.com that's l-r-a-s-h-a-u-n-l-e-w-i-s at gmail.com or lrashawnlewis at yahoo.com um, you can check me out on Facebook Lyle Lucky Lewis uh, eventually I know that I've been saying I'm going to get my YouTube page up but it's a work in progress I'm slowly working on things slowly getting things done so we're going to go ahead and get things rolling. Uh, again, my name is Reverend Lyle Lewis. I am a minister at the Word Evangelist Church, where my pastor is the prophet Willis e. Townsend, my co-pastor is prophet Anthony Townsend. If you're in the Chicagoland area, our address is 10501 South Avenue J in Chicago, Illinois. Stop on by, you know, you, if you want to hear a message from the Lord or, you know, if you're just looking for a church home or whatever the case may be, just come on by. Um... We have a Wednesday night podcast. Well, no, I'm sorry, not podcast. We have Wednesday night uh, uh, streamline, a Friday night streamline that appears on YouTube. Word Evangelist the Church on YouTube. Look it up. You know, it'll it'll boot right up. On uh, the streamline usually starts at around nine o'clock, eight thirty, somewhere around that time. Uh, come out on, come on out to our Wednesday Friday night Bible class if you can make it in person. Starts at about eight nine o'clock. Um, Sunday service. If you want to come out to Sunday school, come on out. It starts at 11 a.m. and service starts at 1 o'clock p.m. So, but you know, that's uh, you know, hey, if you want to just come on out, hear the word of God, or hey, maybe you might want, you might, maybe you might want to just want to put a name to a face, you know, um, you know, come on out and just say, hey, you know, I'm looking for uh, Reverend Lewis, you know, and. I, I assure you, well, on Wednesday and Friday night, normally I'm not there because I normally have to go to work. But on Sunday, I am there I'm bright and early. And, you know, hey, if you want to just stop by and say, hey, I'm, I'm looking for Reverend Lewis. And, you 
know, somebody will come find me. I'm always, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always busy doing something. So always on the move, but somebody will come get me and I'll be more than happy to sit down and talk with you and, and help encourage you, counsel you, whatever the case may be. If there's something that I don't know, I will help you get the answer or I will direct you to somebody who knows the answer better than what I can give it to you. Um, in my church, you know, many people in our church are more than qualified to help give encouragement or counsel, especially my pastor. He's the one that taught me uh, a lot of things, especially about how to, how to break down the word of God and how to break down life. You get what I'm saying? How to look at things in life and how to break it down and how to tackle things. So by all means, like I said, if you want to check me out, you know, put a name to the face, whatever the case may be, um, you know, look at the website, look me up on email. I mean, on uh, YouTube, not YouTube. Yeah, YouTube and uh, Facebook, uh, Lyle Lucky Lewis on YouTube. I do have my uh, what is it? Uh, Two black eyes uh, or you just look me up, Sean Lou on YouTube. Um so, yeah, but without further ado, hey, man, you know, we're going to go ahead and get into this next message. Um, you know, to those of you all who have followed me from the Pain Fighter podcast on over to here, hey, thanks for coming. I welcome you. You know, just I, I promise you, like I said, there's going to be a lot more stuff because now I will be able to deal with pain, sickness, healing. I will be able to deal with all kinds of issues on every different level. Because now I'm able to use the fullness of what I have been blessed with and what I have been gifted to do. So, you know, I am not just going to be just a like a life coach per se, but I'm going to more or less be digging into a lot of things that maybe you may not have heard of or maybe not, maybe not have come to realization of. Because I will not just be dealing with the natural realm. I'll be also dealing with the spiritual realm as far as realm of God and Satan and demons. But I'll also be dealing with, you know, emotions and mental issues. And and like I said, I'll be dealing with everything on every spectrum. It will be the Pain Fighter podcast mixed with my, 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 my teaching podcast for being a minister. So, like I said, you know, just stay tuned. There's no telling what you may hear. Uh, no telling where we may go, how deep and in depth we may get into this thing. But I'm gonna go ahead and get into this next, uh, my next, my, 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 my second podcast on this channel. Um, my second podcast on this channel, I'm going to go ahead and uh, spread the message because I truly do believe that a lot of things can be avoided. Uh, if we pay more attention to the spiritual realm of who we are. And I say that to say this, if a lot of people would get saved, give their life over to Christ, give their life over to God, it is my humble and honest belief that, you know, this will really help because who better to heal the body than the one who made the body? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. Some people don't believe in God. Some people believe in evolution. Some people believe in, you know, whatever it is you believe in, you know, but understand there is no structure in life that is not orchestrated by some type of greater entity. And there is no way that with evolution or Big Bang Theory or the primordial ooze or whatever it is you believe in, that this just had that we're just living by chance. You know, that life is just happening by chance. That we're, that the earth 
and the sun and all the other planets are rotating in perfect order by chance. These things don't just happen by chance. This had to be orchestrated by someone who has greater and more definite purpose and, and, and power and, 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 you know, presence, you know. But like I said, if, if, if you know, that's your belief, you know, I have mine, you know, uh, you know, you have yours. But like I said, we're going back to the title. The title, I'm, I'm giving this message, the title said Get Saved. And the reason why I'm going with Get Saved is because, see, I realized when I had got saved, when I did give my life over to God, He helped me, you know, through the teaching of the Word of God, I learned to do a lot of different things. Now, if you have followed me from my other podcast, um, if you check me out on my other podcast, my other, my Pain Fighter podcast, like I said, I'll be converting that to my uh, comic book, comic novel uh, podcast. Uh, but if you follow me from the last show there, which was uh, something, I think it was uh, uh, like using the mind to get healed or something like that, um, you'll see that a lot of things come from a very positive mental attitude. I did not have a very positive mental attitude uh, 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 I did, but it was, when I got saved, I realized it was not where it should have been. I always thought that I was more positive than other people, but when I finally got saved, I realized I wasn't because I realized that I did have a lot of anger and frustration built up in me. And when I let all of that go and finally let go of like a lot of toxic behavior and a lot of toxic mindsets and a lot of toxic attitudes, it really did help to carry me over to that next level where I was able to fully like leave medication alone and everything else. When I got in high school, I picked up a workout regimen and that worked when I was in high school, but I still had to take my medication. When I got out of high school and I got in God, yeah, I was still working out as I do today. I still work out, but now it's, I realized that a lot of, you know, the, the, the like that final step was more or less my mental attitude, more or less like how it was that I perceived things, how I looked at things. And you'd be surprised like how you treat people, uh, you know, a lot of anger that you harness. You'd be surprised how these things toxify the body. You get what I'm saying? So the reason why I wanted to say get saved is because I do believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and I believe in God and I believe that they can help you because I believe they can help you and heal you on all areas. You know, be it mentally, spiritually, naturally, emotionally, whatever the case may be, whatever you're going through. You get what I'm saying? Now, we're going to break it down, uh, uh, how to get saved and how to stay saved and things like that. I probably might have to put this in a two-part series, um, but we're going to go go ahead, go ahead and get rolling right along. Now, in order to benefit from God to the fullest, one must be saved. Okay, now, you know, there are a lot of you out there who do look to the Lord Jesus Christ. You do look to God to, to, to lead your life and, you know, serve him and things like that, you know. But to those of you who don't know, you know, yes, there is benefits in God. Now, I will say this and I speak this from personal experience. When I got saved, yes, my life did get better. But at the same time, there were a lot of things that I did go through because it's just like with anything that you go to do, when you try to do something better, the things, a lot of times things get worse before they get better. But I determined in my mind that I was going to serve God until the day I died. And yeah, it was a bit of a struggle not to serve God, not to be saved, 
No, just the things that I had to go through. But it was only because it seemed amplified more or less because I paid attention to a lot of things. You get what I'm saying? My eyes became open to more different things. And therefore, it always just kind of seemed like the more things kind of jumped out at me. And I was able to pay more attention to it than I probably did before. You get what I'm, you get what I'm saying? But more or less, these are the same things that I've always gone through. Same struggles that I was dealing with. You know, to a certain extent, they may seem a bit amplified, but that's fine. Because at the same time, everything that I've learned in God has only been to my benefit. A lot of times, it was not convenient. A lot of times, it sucked. A lot of times, I wish I didn't have to go through it. But when I came through it, it's just like with pain. It's just like with sickness. Yeah, you don't want to go through these things. But when you come through, when you come forth and you find out that you beat it, look how much stronger you become. You get what I'm saying? It's the same way in God. See, God can carry you through that sickness. He can help to heal you. You know, it's no telling what God can or will do for you. But no matter what it is, at the end, the end result will be that you come out stronger, that you come out more uh, mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally prepared. You become more prepared because now here it is, you can help somebody else. Now here it is, should anything happen like this again in your life, you're prepared for it to deal with it on that level. See, here's one thing that I've learned. Once you deal with something on one level, especially if you deal with it in God, once you deal with it on one level, you can deal with it on the next level. It'll be a lot easier because you already know the structure of what to do. You know the foundation of where to go to, how to, how to, how to set things up for yourself to get through and get it done. You get what I'm saying? But in order to benefit from God to the fullest, gotta be saved to do these things now a lot of people say i don't need to be saved to get healed no you don't need to be saved to get healed you can fight and use your mind and use positive influence along with the medication and along with the workout regimen along with the diet yes many people have done it quote unquote without god and i'm not going to sit up here and say that you don't it's completely impossible to do it without god but i'm just saying with god it would be a lot better why not have and use all resources to your advantage that's all i'm saying you get what i'm saying um, you know, a lot of people use meditation. A lot of people use yoga. A lot of people use things. And okay, I'll put it to you like this. You might say, I'm just saying, you get one person says, well, I use yoga and it helped me to, to uh, overcome chronic pain. Okay. Another person may say, yeah, I tried yoga and it sucked. It, it didn't help me. But I tried meditation and it worked for me. Another person may say, I tried yoga and meditation. It didn't work for me. But the, uh, a proper pain medication regimen along with a proper diet worked for me. You get what I'm saying? Things work for different things work for everybody. You know? But I guarantee you, you try God, it works for everybody. It works for everybody. Because at the end of the day, don't get me wrong, you got a lot of people who are trying everything. They're trying a good diet. They're trying exercise. They're trying this. And with all the stuff they're trying, and for whatever reason, some of this stuff, it doesn't work. I'm not going to lie. Some people, there are those that's out there, they're trying everything. They really are. And it's not working. So why not try God? Because at the end of the day, don't get me wrong, here's my concept. All right? At the end of the day, I've had to deal with all the li- all the pains of a sickness, all the pains of uh, family members with sicknesses, all the pains of life. And then I gotta die and go to hell and live in pain for all eternity. 
after I get done with this life and dealing with pain and living with torment, living with all kinds of garbage and everything that I had to go through here that was completely inconvenient and completely against what I would have liked to go through. After I get done with here, I want to rest. When somebody says, when somebody says, ash, ash, dust, dust, may Lyell rest in peace. I want to know that I wanted to be that, yes, I am resting in peace. I wanted to be that those that are, those that I leave behind, they know that I've gone to a better place. I've lived a good life down here. I've helped inspire and encourage many other people. And now I'm going on to be in a better place. That's what you want to. Don't chance it. Know that you're going to a better place. Don't just say I'm going to a better place. Now understand this. You know, um, in order to be saved, being saved is not just going to church. Being saved is not just reading your Bible. Being saved is not just being somebody who claims that they're spiritual or religious. Being saved is not somebody who is just a good person who uh, uh, does good and believes in God. You've got to do more than just believe in God. You got to do more than just go to church. You got to do more than just be religious. You got to do more than 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 participate in the church. You have to actually dedicate your life to God, and the only way to do that is through the Word of God. So you got to understand. You look at the Bible, and a lot of people look at the Bible as just a book. No, don't look at the Bible as just a book. The Bible uh, is 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 if you read the Bible, it says these things were written for our ammunition. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be a lot of things that the Bible, happen in the Bible that's going to happen to us. It may happen to us in a different way, but if you've got a good spiritual leader, a good teacher, a good person, a good pastor who can break down the Word of God, it will help you to fully understand what it is that you're going through and how to compare what you're going through to what they went through, find out how they overcame it, take those same techniques, because what happened for them and what worked for them will work for you in these days and times. You get what I'm saying? Throughout the Bible, you know, uh, 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 you see people get healed, and you see that they ran to God, and they ran to Jesus, and it worked. And if you talk to people today, you'll see that they turned their lives over to God, and they got healed, and it worked for them. It's nothing different. What happened back then will happen today. What happened, what worked for them back then will work for us today. You get what I'm saying? But you have to be in God in the fullness. It's not just talk going to church. You know, going to church is a good start. And I get it. Everybody does not get saved overnight. Some people go to church and the moment they get saved, hey, they're, they're right there listening to God. And they jump on the whole bandwagon with God and say, Lord, I'm going to follow you to the day I die. You know what I'm saying? And for some people, it takes time. It took me time. I didn't go to a church and just up and say, I've went gone to several different churches, you know, from being from the time I was a kid all the way up to the time I was an adult. I've been to several different churches. And when I finally found my church home, I didn't just walk up in there and just instantly get saved. I was there at my church for a whole year, maybe a year and a half before I finally gave my life over to Christ. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't that I was procrastinating. You know, from the standpoint of a sinner, I didn't want God at that time. But when my life finally took that turn and I realized that I'm like naked in the world, I have no protection. I really have nothing and nobody that I can actually turn to 100% and depend on. When I realized that, that was when I turned to God because I knew, like he said in his word, I will always be there for you. He said, your mother and your father will forsake you, but 
I will always be there. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And I needed that in my life. I needed somebody who would be there regardless of what. At the end of the day, when the world is turned on me, when, when, when people are angry at me and don't want anything to do with me, I always know there's somebody who's there who's still in my corner. Somebody who will still help me regardless of what mistakes I make. Somebody who will still be there for me and pick me up and encourage me regardless of who or what beats me down. You get what I'm saying? And that was something that I needed. That was one of the benefits that I needed in this life. You get what I'm saying? Now, if you look throughout the Bible, from the Old Testament to the New Testament, you'll see that God only deals with his people. This is a common misconception. It's the reason why I say you have to get saved. You have to truly get saved. And the only way to get saved is to come to God and confess to God and, and, and things like that. But how can you confess to God except you be taught? You have to be taught God. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that you have to necessarily just jump up and run to a church and hear God and then get saved. No, you can get saved at home because I got saved at home. But when I got saved at home, I allowed the Lord to direct me to a church of his choosing, which I'll get into later. I'll break that down later. Um, But God mainly only talks to his people. Understand that. Now, a lot of times you get a lot of sinners and you get a lot of, and I say, don't get me wrong. You know, you take it how you want to. But I say sinners because that's that's how you refer to in the Bible. You refer to as those who are not saved, those are sinners, blah, blah, blah. You know, you you know, take it how you want to take it. But those that aren't saved, sinners, you know, however it is you want to refer to yourself. You know, you get sinners, you get, uh, 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 and when we say sinners, Sinners meaning somebody who lives in sin or somebody who's not saved. You get what I'm saying? Sinner is somebody who lives in sin or somebody who is not saved. So you get sinners or, you know, religious people who are just in church. And, you know, you look at them like, you know, are they benefiting from God? If they're truly there to get saved, if they're truly out of church to get saved, yeah, sure, they're benefiting from God. They're not saved. God is not dealing with them per se as far as talking to them and giving them benefit, but he's giving them the word, which is even greater because God said, I exalt my word above all my name. You get what I'm saying? And throughout the Bible, God, from the New Testament to the Old Testament, God only spoke to his people. Now, what do I mean God only spoke to his people? God only spoke to his people. God healed his people. Now, yeah, you look at Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ healed other people who weren't uh, 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 part of the Jews. Yes, he did. But look at who he healed. Those who had faith in him. Those who believed in him. You get what I'm saying? And they showed works of belief. It wasn't just that they said they believed. They showed works of belief. Now, you got to understand, when you get saved, you have to show works of salvation. You have to get saved, and you have to operate within that salvation. This is how God identifies himself with you, through your works of his word. You get what I'm saying? Throughout the Bible, God only spoke to his people. He only dealt with his people. He only corrected his people. He only instructed his people. If you get in God, God will direct you and instruct you how to get healed, how to be saved, how to get better in life, how to do better in life, how to experience life on that whole another level of joy and happiness. God will deal with you on that. You get a lot of people who are depressed and they don't know what to do and they, 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 they don't know where to turn. But if you were to turn to God and you will see that God can help and 
help enlighten your life and help bring joy to you. You get what I'm saying? But you got to understand that it's not just God that is going to do it. You have to reach out. Hear the word of God. Take the word of God. Put it in your heart. Put it in your mind and apply it to your life. You get what I'm saying? Because you get a lot of time people just go to church and they say, okay, God, I'm here. Now what? You know what I'm saying? No. You got to do something. It's the same way with your sickness. You have to take your medication. You can't get mad at anybody else if you don't take your medication. You can only get mad at you. Now, you know, uh, 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 I get it. Like, unless you go to the hospital and you have to wait for the nurses and the doctors. Hey, you know, you got to wait for them. But let me ask you a question. Are they going to bring you your medication if you don't call them? Sometimes, yeah, you get that good nurse that, that they're on point, they're on schedule. Hey, uh, you know, you got to take your meds, you got to do this, that. But there's also those times where you got to call that nurse. You got to call that doctor. Hey, look, I need more pain medication. I need my, my night meds. I need this and I need that. You know what I'm saying? And even when you do get the nurses that are on point, you still got to be there to ask them the question, okay, where's my such and such? Where's my, uh, where's my antibiotics? Where's my uh, sleeping pill? Where's my, you know, where's my antidepressant? Where's this, where's that? You have to ask them these questions because, you know, it's not to say that they don't care, but for the most part, it's not their responsibility to keep up with your pain regimen. You know, they administer it according to what they've been told to do. But it's your responsibility to make sure that you have everything that you need. It's the same way in God. It is your responsibility. At the church, it is the church's responsibility to teach you. It's the pastor's responsibility to teach the word of God, to administer the word of God. That if you need counseling, counsel you, help you. But it's up to you to take what he has taught, what he has counseled, what he has used to encourage. Take that and apply it take that and use it take that and operate in it take that and 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 fall into it into a sense where this is what your life is you get what i'm saying why because the word of god will be like your protective bubble how so because the word of god will help see help you to see things that's up ahead that may not be beneficial to you the word of god may help you to see things that's in your family in your own life now understand this the word of God, before it deals with you concerning anybody else, it will deal with you concerning you. And that is what a lot of people need to deal with, especially people that are sick, especially people that are going through pain. You need to deal with you. Okay? Trust me. I'm not saying this to be mean. I'm speaking this from experience. Before I could deal with anything of anybody else, I had to deal with me. I had to deal with my mindset. I had to deal with my bad habits. I had to deal with my bad eating habits. I had to deal with my own set of uh, 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 bad practices and things like that. I had to deal with my own bad mind frame. When I dealt with myself, I didn't have to deal with anybody else. Everybody else was a breeze because I had me under control. You get what I'm saying? Now, no, I'm not saying that I'm not perfect. I'm not saying that I didn't ever get mad at other people. I'm not saying that I still haven't done uh, 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 goofy, stupid stuff. But what I am saying is that when I realized that I had to deal with me, it made me getting over my sickness a lot easier. It made me watching out for things a lot easier. I was able to deal with things on a whole nother level that I wasn't able to deal with before. My mind had become more mature. It had grown into a whole nother level of not only just the natural realm, but in the spiritual realm. 
You get what I'm saying? I realized that there were forces that wanted me to feel bad. I realized that there was forces me that wanted me to think in a certain way. I realized that there was forces, spiritual forces that wanted me, that were holding me back. Some of these spiritual forces were outside spiritual forces, and some of these spiritual forces were spiritual forces that I had conjured up on my own. You know what I'm saying? Spiritual forces, meaning even forces in the mind, whatever the my emotions, whatever the case may be. There's a lot of those things, the unseen things. See the physical, yeah, you see the physical stuff. You see the physical bad habits. You see uh, 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 the emotional outbursts. You see those things. But when I dealt with what was on the inside, according to the word of God, when I dealt with me, when I looked at me, when I went to God and I said, Lord, I need your help. He turned me back to me and said, look at the things that you're doing. Look at the things that you're not doing. Look at the things that I require and look at the things of what you're doing. When I put faith in God, he opened up my eyes to different avenues. And when I went down those avenues, whatever problem was down those avenues, I did not justify myself. I did not turn away from God. This was how God deals. This is how God deals with his people. God deals with his people concerning correction. God deals with his people concerning getting your life right. Rebuke, chastisement, to help turn you into the type of person that you should be. At the end of the road, yeah, God is going to require that we be this certain person. How do you think that he gets us to be that certain person? Let me ask you a question. When you're driving a car, there's nobody who I know that can drive a car in a straight line without auto-correcting a little bit. Every time, I don't care if you turn that steering wheel so much as a centimeter, that centimeter is auto-correcting. That's, I mean, it, it, it's some type of correction, not auto-correcting. Uh, but that, centimeter, that, that little centimeter of a turn is some type of correction to help keep you in a straight line. You get what I'm saying? You turn, you're driving, yeah, you you know, you're driving it, and, 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 and you know, you, you're moving the steering wheel just a little and, and, and keeping it in a straight line. Yeah, you don't look at that as uh, you're correcting the path in your road. You look at it, yeah, I'm just driving. No, as you're driving, yeah, next time you drive, you got your hand on the steering wheel, however that you drive, one hand on the steering wheel, two hands on the steering wheel, you know, if you drive with no hands on the steering wheel and just kind of just like turn the wheel every now and then just to keep it in a straight line. However it is you drive, you drive, you drive with your knees, whatever the case may be, you'll see as you're driving, you drive in a straight line. Yeah, you're going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to turn the wheel a little bit. You're going to, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to be too close to the line. You get over a little bit, you know, uh, you know, you might feel, you know, you, you're driving and you drive over a bump and like the, you know, as the drive over the bump, you know, the car kind of just like, you know, it kind of just like jumps and bounces around. So you got to kind of, you know, keep yourself corrected a little bit. These are the kind of the things, you know, it's the same way with God. When you're in God, it will be a series of corrections, a series of, of, of rebukes that you will have to go through. But these are things that will help you to become a better person. These are things that will help you to get to the destination of what you're trying to achieve. You get what I'm saying? God will deal with you. God will correct you. God will chastise you, but it will be for your better. I'll put it to you like this. You look at the same way with somebody who goes into surgery. Surgery hurts. I don't care what surgery you are, but when you realize the full aspect of what that surgery is for, you'll go through it and you'll go through it happily. 
If you go to somebody, you get somebody who's got cancer and they got to go in and they got to get this stuff cut out. No, nobody wants to get cut on. But it's either get this cut out of me or die. Yeah, somebody be like, okay, you know, grab a knife. Let's do what we got to do. Get the laser, whatever we got to do. Because they understand that this is what's best. It's the same way in God. Spiritually speaking, he has to operate on you. Yes, it may hurt at first. But if you look up ahead at what the main outcome of what this is for, you'll see it's beneficial. You'll see it's necessary. You'll see it's needful. And when you see these things, when you look up ahead and you see this, you, you don't mind. This is what happens when people come to the church and they wind up leaving the church because they wind up, like the Bible says, um, you know, you get those who... Uh, fell by the wayside and said, yeah, the word, they heard the word and, you know, by and by the word of God is somehow they, they got offended by the word, you know, how? Because yeah, they heard the word and everything was going good when the word of God wasn't directly dealing with them. But when the word of God directly rebuked them, when the word of God directly got on them, they didn't like that and they walked away. Would you walk away from your healing? If you needed to be healed, and somebody said, the only way that you can get healed is I have to cut this off of you. Hey, look, you're about to die. The only way I can, you can heal, but I can save you. I got to cut off your arm, though. That is the only way to save your life. Most people, most people would say, go ahead and cut the arm off. Unfortunately, yeah, you'd have those few like, no, I'm not going to lose my arm. Forget that. I'll just die. But then when they're on their deathbed, I guarantee you they're like, I wish I would have made that decision. See, I don't want you to have it be where you wind up making that decision in life where you say, I don't need this. And then at the end of your life, now you want to turn to God and say, Lord, I should have, I should have, I should have. Get God now. Use God to the fullest of your benefit now. Get saved now. So that then this way, when the time comes, it is that, that you have to, you know what I'm saying? Be it you beat your sickness or you don't. You get rest. You can either help have God help you to get rest now and you can rest in your afterlife. Or you can fight your sickness down to the tooth and nail and have it be where you turn to God and say, Lord, I did all that I could do. I lived for you. I served you according to your word. The Lord said, hey, you did right. And well done. Come on into a place where there's no more dying, crying, suffering, sickness, sorrow. You've beaten all of that. Come on and rest. At some point in time, we want rest. We'll fight in a job all day, every day for financial rest. We'll try to start businesses. We'll try to do this for financial rest. We will find love and find companions for emotional rest where, you know, we can, you know, for whatever personal reason, be it loneliness or whatever, loneliness, lust, you know, or, you know, whatever. Why not get yourself an eternal rest in place? You find love, that person can die. You get financial rest, you can lose that money. The things of man will let you down. 
I don't care what they are. I don't care who they are. I don't care where it comes from. The things of this world can let you down. The things of man can and will let you down. There is nobody in this life who can say that there hasn't been something that let them down. If it's a product that they bought, that they bought from the store and they pulled it out of package and it didn't work from the time they had it out of the package. If it's a car that they were driving, a tire blew out. There's something that let them down one way or another at some point in time or another. But in God, there are no failures. There are no letdowns. I'm not saying that we won't be disappointed. I'm not saying that in God, you know, you'll never have a bad day. I'm not saying that in God, you'll never have uh, bad things happen. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that in God, you will have a better chance at dealing with these things on a higher level to where it will help to respond within your body on a better level. See, like I said, a lot of stress, anger, frustration, negative thoughts, these things affect the body and they affect the body harshly. But if you're somebody who can easily overlook things and always just stay positive, you know, yeah, crappy things happen, but if you can still just be like, oh man, that kind of sucks, but oh well, I just got to deal with it. If it, you, you know, if it just doesn't bother you, if you can get to that level where it just, it just kind of rolls off of you, imagine just how much that will benefit your body, how much that will benefit your you internally, how much that will benefit your health if you just become that kind of person who things just don't stick to you. You know what I'm saying? If that doesn't stick to you, sickness can't stick to you. If sickness can't stick to you, hey, wellness, here you come. Am I correct? So, you know, hey, look, you know, uh, this is going to go ahead and end it here. We're going to go ahead and pick this up probably on a part two sometime very soon. Stay tuned. Keep listening to me. I'm Reverend Lyle Lewis, also known as the Pain Fighter. Keep joining me. Keep listening in. I love to hear from you. Drop me an email, stix127 at hotmail.com, uh, Lewis at yahoo.com, or Lewis at gmail.com. You can send me uh, a friend request on Facebook. By all means, send me a friend request on Facebook. Drop me a message and let me know that you're somebody who listens to me on the Pain Fighter podcast. Drop me a message and let me know that you're somebody who listens to the preaching channel. Lyle Lucky Lewis, L-Y-I-E-L. L-U-C-K-Y, L-E-W-I-S. Drop me a message. You'll see me and my wife on the on, on my, my title screen. You know, send me a friend request. Send me an instant message saying, hey, I listen to the podcast. I'm a big fan. Friend me on Facebook. I will more than happily love to respond. And we can collab and talk. And hey, maybe I can even get you, uh, give you a call. We can collab on, 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 on my podcast or something like that. You never know. I would more than happily love to hear from you. I'd love to have you hear you from your feedback. If there's a topic that you want to get to me, by all means. Matter of fact, that would probably be the best way. If you hit me up on, on uh, Messenger, on the Facebook Messenger app, you know, check me out there. By all means, send me a send me a Facebook message. Send me a, 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 a Facebook request. Send me those things, and I will happily I can I can respond to you guys much faster, much because you know. Unfortunately, there are times where, you know, you may send me an email. It might go to the junk folder. It might go to the spam folder. You know what I'm saying? If there's anybody out there who's trying to get contact with me, like he never responds. Most of you guys have a Facebook out there. Uh, Pretty soon I'll be on, you know, Twitter and 
Instagram and all these other kind of platforms. But right now, I'm just dealing with Facebook. Uh, by all means, like I said, friend me on Facebook. Send me a Facebook request. Send me an instant messenger. You know, send me a, 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 a message in Facebook. However, you know, and let me know who you are. Let me know that you're from the podcast. Let me know, you know, hey, look, because you cover this topic, I'm dealing with this. I more than happily love to speak on it. I more than happily love to give you some type of counseling or guidance on it. So by all means, check me out. Hit me up. I'd love to hear from you. Until then, guys, I'm Reverend Lyle Lewis, a.k.a. Sean Lou, a.k.a. The Pain Fighter. Thanks for tuning in. Check me out at thewordevangelisticchurch.com. Like I said, I'm not going to ever be the one preaching. But if you ever look at the telecast, uh, if you look at our telecast, not our streamline, don't get me wrong, check out the streamline. But if you look at our streamline slash telecast, the, the, our Sunday morning service, where all the ministers are standing behind the pastor, you'll see me there. Let me know. I'm like, matter of fact, hey, why don't you guys do this? Let me know which one of them, which one of the, uh, which one of the ministers you think I am. Uh, you got, uh, what is it? You got one, two, three, you got four ministers standing in the back. By all means, see if you can point me out. Check me out. See if you can point me out. Uh, I'd love to see what you guys, who do you, which one, which one of the ministers you guys think I am. So, hey, I will check you guys later. You guys have a very wonderful day. And by all means, continue to fight, continue to press forward. And no matter what, never give up. Come back at you pretty soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.